You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever-changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to another Wednesday and another edition of Further Together, the ORU podcast. I'm your host, Michael Holtz, with my co-host. Jenna Harpenau. Jenna, good morning. how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's Wednesday. It is. It's another episode of the podcast. That we are super excited about. We're super excited about. We've got some fun people with us uh-huh. now. One of them is a returning guest. Yes. Yeah, is Might this our first? first? I think it is. First returning guest. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so it's a big a, honor. That's, 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 <laughs> you're the first. Um, so we have a team with us today. Mm-hmm. We have Amanda Hurley and we have CJ Mitchell, um, who are going to talk to us about virtual career fairs and virtual platform recruiting folks to come work for our customers mm-hmm. <laughs> will get into all of that because they know what we're talking yes, about. Yes, yes. <laughs> Much better than we do. Much better than we do. We're just asking the questions. So, CJ Mitchell and Amanda Hurley, welcome. Thank to you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, CJ, we've met Amanda before. So <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. But CJ, who is CJ Mitchell? Tell us a little bit about you and how you got to ORU. Well, um, so I'm CJ Mitchell, and I am the designer for ORU's virtual events. I know someone who I'd met in Toastmasters events who okay. worked at ORAU, who always spoke so highly of ORAU, and when I was looking for jobs, uh, this was one of the first places that I turned to, uh, and I was so happy when I got interview, and even happier that I finally found a place, and I love everything that I do here, and I especially love working on the virtual events. I get super excited at this time of the year every awesome. year because I know what kind of fun, big projects we have coming up. And they're happening. I mean, virtual events are coming pretty quickly. So, yes. um, so Amanda, just quickly, since yeah. um, tell us a little bit again about who you are and what you do. And- sure. Well, first, I am the first returning guest to the podcast. <laughs> that's right. That is that's the top right. of the road. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Soon appearing on your LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm a section manager here here at ORAU, and I recruit for STEM talent across the U.S. and beyond for some of our biggest customers and clients. So I have a great team of recruiters that recruit for Purple Squirrels, plug for a former <laughs> podcast. Right, yeah, exactly I take a look at that. Episode three, I think. Episode so. <laughs> um, And then we're always looking for new technology to reach these talented young adults reaching into their first steps into their career. And that's where virtual events and virtual career fairs come into play. Cool. And they're not brand new for us. I mean, we've been doing virtual events for a little while, so yeah. it's not a brand, brand spanking new technology. But 
we're doing it a lot more, it seems like. so. We are. We started our very first course, uh, virtual event in 2017. We did a very small career fair that was really focused on diversity. Mm-hmm. And that's what is so amazing about these virtual events is that you can make it and tailor it to really the candidate that you're trying to reach. So, for example, we can go after diverse candidates. We can go after just undergrads. Or we can reach that kind of broad scope and reach um, a large candidate pool. So we dipped our toe in the water really realized it was a great um, tool to use mm-hmm. and we've grown it ever since and then CJ became involved last year and really took it to the next level. Great. Awesome. CJ, tell us a little bit about a virtual event, virtual career fa- fair. What does that entail? Because, you know, the, the way we grew up and when we were in college, you go to, <laughs> um, you know, a big Thompson Bowling Arena and there are a million people in there, you know, that you can walk around in, in different you booths. 150 this is, copies of your resume. Exactly. This is a totally different experience, Um, a super cool idea, but for those people that don't know what it is, kind of explain the idea behind it. So it works a lot like your in-person career fairs, Mm -hmm. except that you don't have to take time off to drive to your event, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and as an exhibitor, or if you were a recruiter, you don't actually have to go anywhere to talk to people from around the world. We have been fortunate to see people from other countries actually attending our virtual events. And you mentioned the hundreds of copies of your resume. Mm -hmm. You can actually digitally upload your resume, and then anyone you talk to can download it. So you don't have to have a stack of resumes that you carry around with you. Uh, But it works, like I said, just like a regular event. You enter the event, and there's a lobby area. It looks like a lobby, and there are people moving around on the screen that look like they're having conversations Mm -hmm. with signs that tell you where to go. We have an exhibit hall, just like at a regular event that has all the booths laid out where you can pick and choose where you want to go. And when you enter those booths, they are tailored and customized, especially designed for the customer's way that they wanted to have it with their information and their logos. And they have mentors and scientists and other staff on hand that you can interact with in a public chat. Cool. You can also do private chats with the recruiters if you had questions about turning in an application mm-hmm. or have it asking them to review your resume to give you any of that sort of help. You can do private chats with them and we're actually going to be implementing moderated chats um, which helps corral some of the chaos when it comes to the public <laughs> chats yeah. where our scientists and mentors can actually be leading a discussion uh, back and forth between wow. people who enter into that conversation so it's really really fun and we tried a public room a peer connections room mm-hmm. and we found that the users were actually engaging each other and talking to each other while they were there even though it was online and they were mostly there to talk to scientists they were also having side conversations with each other that's great yeah yeah so as a recruiter one of the things that i love about it is the candidate can access it from their mobile phone, Mm -hmm. from their computer, Mm -hmm. from the comfort of their own home. They can be in their pajamas and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, and you may have remembered when you were going to these career fairs, there's some nerves that go in when you're trying to think of, I've got to get a job, I'm about to graduate, or I need this internship Mm -hmm. to make me more marketable as a candidate. This creates kind of a low-pressure environment where they can feel comfortable to ask questions um, to their mentor or potential mentor. They're starting to build their network and really starting to engage with the, the, the recruiters, too. So it's a win-win for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the response from 
both the applicant side and then the um, I guess career opportunity, the the folks who were recruiting um, these candidates. What kind of numbers? What's the response like from everybody? How about I take the recruiter side and you take the candidate side? Okay. So from the recruiter side and from um, like our, our customers, they love it because what it allows us to do from an from ORI's standpoint is there's only so much of us to reach and go to, to physically go to career fairs mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. So we know we're missing out on great universities and colleges so and great candidates. So right. this allows us to reach candidates that we that might not see us while we're out on the road and broaden our candidate pool. Um, it also allows us to have a great way to reach back out to candidates and have really good conversations immediately after the event closes. There's no travel time to get back to your desk. There's no, oh, what was this person's name? And I knew he was impressive, but I can't remember. Everything's really top of mind as a recruiter and you can reach right out. The scientists and the mentors that participate in the public chats love it because that's actually the most popular part of the event. That's that's where all the users and candidates go. Um, So they have great feedback from that standpoint. So CJ, tell us about the candidate's experience. Well, the candidates love it because they're not having to go anywhere. They're getting to work at their own pace through the event. Uh, Our events actually stay open longer than the time. So we might have people there for two or three hours to talk, Mm -hmm. but then we leave it open for days afterwards so they can Uh go back in and keep looking around and keep looking at all the links and the videos and the content and downloading. Um, One of the things that was really cool that we saw at the last event, there were some participants who had been selected for programs and they attended the event to learn more about what they were going to be doing mm-hmm. oh, when cool. they actually started. Huh. So they Very were there cool. to get more information after already having been accepted to a program. That's great. Yeah. So, so multifunctional mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Always a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> How many, I guess, on average, if you're looking at a career fair and maybe you have different sizes, but what are your sizes for um, customers looking for, you know, applicants? Do you, is it, you know, five to 30 or do you have massive? What, what does that look like when they're walking around and looking, you know, at the... In terms of number of booths or number yeah, of candidates? Yeah, number of booths. It varies and it's very customizable. So okay. the first one we did, we only had three booths, okay. but we were really focused on a particular lab and particular programs. The recent r one had... 14. 14 okay. booths. Yeah. yeah. But you could have as many as you as you could dream mm-hmm. up yeah. to have. That's the nice thing about virtual. You're not confined to an actual space. So right. it can be as big as you want it to be. That's fantastic. And I know you have a couple of events coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when are they? What are they? Who are they geared for? All of all of that. So we're super excited because uh, we're having a repeat customer again. Uh, DOE's WDTS programs is going to launch in October for their multi-lab event. So we have um, Oak Ridge National Labs, Argonne, Brookhaven, all the major national labs participating in this event. Um, It gets a great opportunity for candidates to really get a taste of what these labs are about, what their research is focused Mm -hmm. on, places they can live while they're there participating, and getting that first introduction to their potential mentor, too. So it's all, I mean, truly all-encompassing. It's not just 
I'm a candidate applying for an opportunity. It's I could live here and I could do this and I could. Yeah. Here's what the mm-hmm. community looks like. Here's Absolutely. What the, that's mm-hmm. fabulous. It's fantastic. And then the second one that's happening in November it's getting bigger and bigger each day. So it's more of like a, really an O-Rise virtual career fair where we're really focusing on all of the O-Rise programs that we have today um, and really reaching out to the candidates that are going to get exposure to every program that O-Rise offers. So how do you how do you uh, gather the candidate information? How do you, you know, gather who you're going to target and reach out to and who would be best to come to these certain events? Yeah, so really it's dependent upon the, the client's needs, but for the ones that are coming up, you know, it's any and all STEM majors, okay. whether they are current students, um, whether they're graduating or already have graduated, because we have programs that reach um, all of those mm-hmm. needs. So our cast will be really broad to find all the candidates that are available. So we'll be reaching out to a lot of schools and universities, mm-hmm. obviously using ORAU's uh, university consortium sure. to reach out to, too, um, to really drive this home. But, you know, in the past, um, we've had very focused events just on diversity schools. Mm-hmm. So kind of our reach was a little different from that. Yeah, cool. If I'm a candidate looking to apply for one of these opportunities, what should I be prepared for? What should I, what do I need to quote unquote bring to the table or to the virtual table as the case can be? Well, when you register for the event, that's when they ask you to upload your resume. And as our excellent recruiter, I'm sure has talked about in her other podcast, you know, you want to keep your resume relevant. So if there is a specific mentor that you're going to speak to or a specific area that you're interested in, making sure that your resume reflects any experience that you have, whether it's education or volunteer or past um, intern experience that has to do with what you want to go after. But that's all you have to do. Once you filled out your registration and you have that, keep all of your great questions for the mentors and the recruiters when you come in. Sometimes it even helps to write them out Mm -hmm. and have them in front of you either typed up on a screen or write them out on a piece of paper so that when you're in and there are all the conversations and all the questions going on that you can just have it, you know, right at hand to paste into the chat and ask them. But we love questions. So always come with questions. (laughs) Always. Absolutely. Keep the conversation going, right? Um, We're talking about research participation opportunities. What kinds of candidates are you looking I mean I know we're not looking for like everybody who needs a job come to our virtual career fair so who are you targeting what are what are the age ranges groups yeah. etc that you're targeting for these events So really it's undergrad to postdoc so for the first virtual event that's taking place um, in October for DOE's WDTS programs um, heavy undergrad community college um, opportunities are there too so we're going to have a, a nice reach out for them and for the first time that particular event will have um, postgraduate opportunities too awesome. so really freshmen to um, you've already graduated or maybe you're just starting your um, education at a local community college this is a great opportunity for you And then very similar in the November event, a huge range there as well. So 
freshman, postdoc, we okay. have the opportunities for STEM there as well. STEM careers all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. If I'm looking for a STEM career and I want to learn or I want to register for the virtual career fairs, where do I go? So um, we'll be posting the registration page soon. Okay. Um, we will obviously link to it from the ORISE website. And uh, we'll be sending out emails about it. We'll be uh, tweeting, Facebooking, Instagramming on, on ORISE Aspire and also on ORU's social media channels too. So there's going to be a lot of buzz about it. And then if you still can't find it there, <laughs> Um, you can reach out to any of your contacts at ORISE, and we can get to you the help that you need. Awesome. Well, CJ Mitchell and Amanda Hurley, anything, first of all, anything we've missed, anything you want to talk about that we've not addressed? The thing that I want everyone to take away from is the first event is taking place on October 24th. And the second event is taking place on November 13th. Both are great events for anyone who's currently in a STEM program or just recently graduated. Great. Awesome. So go to the ORIS website, ORIS social media, ORU social media. You'll hear about it. Mm -hmm. Register for these events if you're looking for a STEM career. CJ Mitchell and Amanda Hurley, thank you so much <laughs> for spending your time with us today. Thanks, Thanks for having, having us. us. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU, and on Instagram at ORAU Together.